Hey guys, welcome to Sports and Pack with Jovan Mack. I hope you guys are having a really good day today. We've got a lot to talk about in the sports world, especially the NFL. So yeah, let's get started. So the first thing I want to talk about today, as you know about me, if you know, I'm a big Commanders fan. And the Washington Commanders finally got rid of Dan Snyder. A lot of people have many opinions about the guy. I'm going to keep that to myself, but thankfully for the fans of Washington, he's finally gone. And this this is big. You know, some people might think, okay, what's this going to change about the roster, the coaching? I mean, it's going to change a lot. For one, when Dana Snyder was the owner of the team, there's a lot of turmoil as far as his side issues being, you know, overshadowing the actual stuff on the field. That would lead to the NFL barely really mentioning the commanders or giving them any respect. That would lead to just general bad ideas about the team franchise as a whole. So now that he's gone, thankfully, Josh Harris, I believe he will change the franchise for the better, especially Magic Johnson being a part of his team. Uh, I could see, I can already see, I saw a post that they had already changed some of the railings at FedEx Field. And if you don't know, a big issue about the Commanders is at FedEx Field, there have been, obviously, like, it's, just, it's the worst field in the NFL. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. It's the worst field in the NFL. There's been railings been falling down, like, on people where people got injured. It's just dirty. It's just not clean. It's There's many issues. And Josh Harris, thankfully, now that he is the owner, hopefully they'll have an arena, an arena, a field done in, within the next five to seven years. Not only that, uh, just in general, apparently they're going to change the name again, or at least they're talking about changing the name again. Now, me as a Commanders fan... Look, I already have Commanders merch. I already have football team merch. I don't know if I want to change it again, but if they think that's the best, just having a complete rebranding, a complete fresh start, I understand that. Um, names I like other than Commanders. I remember they said Red Wolves before when they're trying to figure out a name. Red Wolves are really cool. I know people like Red Hogs. Uh, I think all those names are pretty cool. It doesn't even matter to me as long as they keep the same color scheme, like red, yellow, burgundy, uh, especially the black jerseys. I really like the black jerseys. But yeah, so... What are our expectations for next year for the Commanders? I mean, the past few years, we've kind of been on the edge of almost being a playoff team, but not quite there. I don't know if that's going to change this year. We have a really difficult schedule, one of the hard schedules in the NFL. So I can't really see us making the playoffs. If Sam Howell really does, you know, improve on the quarterback play of Taylor Heineke and Carson Wentz, I could definitely see us on that level, making the playoffs as a lower seed. Um, but I'm going to temper my expectations. Look, it's a whole new franchise. We're kind of basically starting over. I believe in the talent on our roster. I just don't know if they can all put it together. We have one of the best defenses, and we've consistently had one of the best defenses in the league. Uh, our offense hasn't always been the best, but like I said, I like what I saw from Sam Howell um, against the Dallas Cowboys last year. He did a really good job in that game. We ended up blowing out a fully healthy Dallas Cowboys team, and we were dealing with injuries. So I'm not going to expect too much out of that, but he looked good as far as not only – very accurate deep balls, but also um, he's a good rusher. I mean, he's a good running running quarterback, and that really surprised me. I mean, I saw a little bit in the preseason, but in real game speed, it was pretty impressive to watch. So, as far as Washington and Drill, um, as I mentioned, we do have some talent. We got some great bright spots. We got, obviously, Terry McLaurin, um, Jahan Dawson had a superb rookie year at receiver, leading rookies in touchdowns, and he missed about five, six games. We got Brian Robinson, who, I mean, if you know, he got shot in the leg last year and he missed some time. But then when he came back as a rookie, he overtook the running back one spot and was really good in the last few weeks, averaging around five yards a carry. Uh, then we also got our defense. We know Chase Young, Allen, Sweat, Payne, like those guys are beasts. 
the more underrated guys like Cameron Curl at safety, he's great. Derek Forrest had a great season. I mean, he he was getting forced fumbles, he's getting interceptions. He was a stud out of nowhere. And also, let's not forget Emmanuel Forbes. I mean, we just drafted him with our first-round pick at cornerback. Sure, people are worried about his size and how that's going to translate into the NFL, but he's a ball hawk, and we see all the time that ball hawks in the NFL they tend to still still be able to do their thing. So I don't have I don't have too high expectations for him, but I believe he's going to be a really good option for us. And I hear that um, in training, well before training camp, but as far as practice has been going on, he's been giving Terry and Jahan problems. Then other than that. Um, we got some other solid guys. We lost Cole Holcomb, unfortunately, our linebacker. Uh, we're going to miss him. And in offense, other than the guys I mentioned earlier, we also got Curtis Samuel. You can't forget about him, and you can't forget about Antonio Gibson. Both these guys, they were in lesser roles than they were before. They got passed by some younger guys, but they can still do their thing. Antonio Gibson's still a great running and receiving back. And Curtis Samuel, I mean, he's great at run after the catch. He's shifty, and you can put him anywhere. He's a Swiss Army knife. And so, yes, you put that together, offense and defense, Hopefully Sam Howell ends up a stud. We don't know what's going to happen. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if you don't have good coaching. As far as coaching, we have a great defensive coach. We've had one of the best defenses the past few years. Ron Rivera, he's, he's been decent. You know, he could be better, but he's been decent. What I'm really excited about is Eric Bieniemy taking over the offensive coordinator position. Scott Foster, um, he, was, he was decent. He... He could have been better. Um, he loved utilizing screens a lot and throwing the tight ends a lot, and that didn't fit the skill of our offense players. But Eric Bieniemy, I mean, this guy, I don't know if people are saying we don't know if it's him or Andy Reid, but he was a part of the Chiefs team that just won a Super Bowl. Sure, that granted, they had Patrick Mahomes, they had Travis Kelsey, but I do know, I, I trust this guy. I mean, he ran one of the best offenses in years. And maybe part of that goes to Andy Reid, part of that goes to the enemy, but I will take it. I'll take it over what we've had the past few years. I think he'll be able to lock some, something in Sam Howell that hasn't been tapped. I can see him locking stuff in Terry and Jahan as well. I'm very excited for that. Ron Rivera, I mean, he's a great guy. I love his story. I don't know if he'll be the coach after this year. we really see how it goes. But I would not be t- mad if it doesn't go well if Eric Bieniemy took the head coaching job. So yeah, as far as the commanders, that's all I really want to talk about today. And I also want to talk about a couple lists that came out this past week about the top 10 receivers in the league. There's also quarterbacks, running back rankings. We might talk about that later. But receivers, that's my favorite position. And I found a lot of these uh, takes pretty interesting. So as far as receiver, let me see. They got Justin Jefferson at one, obviously. I mean, he's a consistent number one wide receiver in the NFL. But then we also had, well, you know the general consensus like Tyree Kill, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, Diggs, Cup. All those guys are great, great, great wide receivers. But one thing that I love to see was my boy Terry McLaurin in there. Number nine. I believe if you give this guy a real quarterback, he will be higher. Fortunately, obviously we know he's played with like 12 quarterbacks. He's had terrible QB play. We had a good team, but as far as QB play, we have been bottom five every single season, and that at least since he's been in the league. So yeah, let me look at the list right now. Got Justin Jefferson, number one, makes a lot of sense. Jefferson, Jefferson, he, I mean, he almost had the triple crown last year, led the league in receptions and yards, almost cracking cracking 1900. Fortunately, he fell off the last couple weeks, so he didn't get quite get there. Then we got Devonte Adams. I mean, people are like, without Aaron Rodgers, what is Devonte Adams gonna be? Devontae Adams was just as good without Aaron Rodgers. He is arguably the best route runner in the NFL. 
contested catcher, you name it, Devontae Adams is that guy. And I do not argue with that ranking. Those top two are great. Number three, they got Jamar Chase. Now you may think, okay, Diggs, Cup, Tyreek over him. Makes sense. I, I can understand the argument for Tyreek because Tyreek did just have a crazy year. But Jamar Chase, I feel like as far as potential, I mean, he might be, he might pass Tay after this season. I mean, Jamar has been that guy. He uh, broke the rookie receiving record that Justin Jefferson set the year before. And he ended up having a thousand yards this season after missing. I mean, he missed a good chunk of the end of the season with injury. And he still cracked a thousand yards. So I can definitely see him as the third best receiver in the league after the season. Then four, we got Tyreek. Makes sense. Tyreek could be anywhere between from one to four. I feel like he's guaranteed top three. I don't agree with this part of the list, but um, Tyreek had a great season without Mahomes. With Tua, he's still balled out. His speed is like ridiculous, and his he's just taking his game to the next level. Number five, Cooper Cup on the list. Uh, makes sense, makes sense. Cooper Cup is a very talented wide receiver. Um, he had the triple crown two two years ago now. Won Super Bowl MVP. One of the best receiving seasons of all time. Was super close to Calvin Johnson's record. Despite the extra game, he still had a great season. And he was on pace to be just as good this past season before getting hurt. So this makes sense. I feel like all five of these guys can be moved around, to be honest. I do think Diggs should be higher, and Diggs is at six. Savon Diggs... Um, you know, it, it's interesting because he, everyone knows he's a tier one receiver, but we don't have him at the end of the tier one because those other guys are just different. I think I would have him above Chase right now. I want to see more from Chase because Diggs has been ridiculous. I mean, he had another great season, over 1,400 yards, but it makes sense why he's at six. Seven, A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown took his game to the next level this year with Jalen Hurts at quarterback. When he had Ryan Tannehill, he had some pretty good seasons, but nothing spectacular. But this season, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, I'm a, I'm a Commanders fan, you know. But he did his thing. A.J. had a great season, 1,496 yards, good amount of touchdowns. He balled out in the Super Bowl, too, well, at least in the first half. So, yeah, I mean, it makes sense why he's up here. He's one of the most – he's probably the best physical receiver in the NFL today. D.K. Metcalf is also pretty good. But I wouldn't say he's on that level. D.K., I think he's a little lower tier. Speaking of D.K., he's actually at number eight. And this is one I very, very much disagree with. Um I mean, just watching him, like, sure, he's an eye test. He played great in the playoffs, but he's just not, like, he just isn't inconsistent. He's, he's not a great route, route runner. I don't mean a dog, dog on him, but he's not a great route runner. And his catching ability is pretty good, but, like, he does drop a, a decent amount of passes compared to the rest of these guys. I don't know. I, I wouldn't have him here. Personally, DK is around 14 or 15 for me. I still would have Jalen Waddle over him. Not T. Higgins. T. Higgins is a stretch. But Jalen Waddle for sure. Amon Ross St. Brown. Honestly, Tyler Lockett, but you know, that's what this list says. I disagree, but it's solid. Number nine, as I mentioned earlier, Terry McLaurin, great receiver, no weaknesses in his game. He's not the best route runner, I will admit, but as far as contested catchability, top five easily. Speed, he runs a 4-3 speed. He's great after the catch. He had a great season again with terrible QB, QB play, terrible QB play, terrible offensive co coordinating, like the play calling was terrible, and a run-first offense. I believe hopefully Sam Howell will be that guy Washington needs because I believe he's not on the same I mean I believe he could be a Diggs kind of player lower level tier one and at number 10 on the list CD Lamb I mean look CD Lamb's not one of my favorite players but he, I mean he's got the swagger CD is that guy like he's great run after the catch he's quick he's shifty he's a really good player he does have some consistency issues as far as you know he'll he'll, he'll have a one have he'll have a one-handed catch one second and then the next drop like an easy pass but I do believe CD is top 10. And who I think got snubbed, I mean, I mentioned earlier, Jalen Waddle, Amara St. Brown. 
what I'd possibly do, I probably would take DK out, shift Terry up to eight, shift CD up to nine, and then put Waddle at 10, and I'm already saying Brown at 11. But yeah, I'll probably have an actual list for you guys um, of my top 10 receivers on my blog. I don't know if you know what my blog is. It's jmixeller at word.wordpress.com. And I will be posting some more stuff on there later. I'm currently working on a top 10 NBA point guards list for there. And I'm also going to post that on my TikTok. But yeah, that's all I have for you guys today. Hope you guys have a good day. Hope you guys enjoyed this little NFL chat. And yeah, hope you guys have a good rest of your day. This is Sports Impact with Jovan Mack.